how do you feel about being on a spe- specifically a podcast date? Because, of course, you've been on regular dates face-to-face or... You know, there's positive and negative. It's a little bit of a sterile environment, but I'm actually really happy you're here. Like, as a little buffer. I'm glad. You know, because if it goes terribly wrong, I have I'll you. I'll save you, girl. And I can blame you. Yeah, I'll Not be the really, scapegoat. I'll be the but... scapegoat to all the things that go wrong in this date. Yeah, yeah. But, hopefully... but if it goes really well, then... Thank you for introducing me like, to my husband. I just hope this date goes really, really wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a better story. I want somebody who can uh, take care of themselves and like be on their own and do their own thing. You know, like I don't, I don't like the clinginess and I don't like. Uh, so you say that until you fall in love, and then you want them to be clingy. Well, I guess that's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> so without further ado, let's bring out our other contestant, and we are going to see if both of you guys are down to date. Hey guys, this is Kendall Long with Down to Date, the podcast where we bring two complete strangers together on a podcast to see if they are down to date. You and I are going to be a fly on the wall to see if they're down to go on a second date. So without further ado, let's get started. I am here with Jesse and Bill. And guys, we're going to see if you guys are down to date. Are you ready? Let's do it. So ready. Do you guys feel like there's a little bit of nerves going on? I feel like both of you expressed a little bit of nerves. Always. Yeah. I mean, it would be weird if I didn't, right? This is true. This is true. But yeah. you guys are like both very chill, relaxed. In you know, that's like my facade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But normally I'm like a, a freak <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> so I think first we're gonna start off with story time. So Great. each of you guys is going to have one minute on the clock and you're going to say your entire life story with as much detail as possible. Love it. So Jesse, you're gonna be going first. Because <laughs> I just okay. feel like you're just ready to tell your entire life story Bring in one it on. minute. All right, we're gonna have one minute on the clock. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Okay, I was born in Ohio uh, to mom and dad. I have a sister who's younger than me. Um, always grew up with pets. Uh, at a young age, I moved from Ohio to Denver to Minnesota, and that's where I went to high school. I went, then went to college in University of Denver in Colorado. Uh, my parents got divorced, and my mom moved to Michigan. My dad moved to Indiana. Um, I graduated from University of Denver, went down to Alabama working for Time Inc., which is a magazine company, um, as a prop stylist. And then uh, shit went down there. I quit my job, uh, had my quarter-life crisis, as I like to say, moved in with my dad in Indiana, uh, took a year off, worked at a spa, um, tried to find myself, um, still haven't. And then I moved to Nashville to be close to my sister, six months, and then got a job out in L.A., moved out here in a week. And then I jammed my finger in the door this morning, and now we're here. Dang. Three seconds. Two. Oh. One. The end. It's too late. <laughs> Man, you got, you actually got a lot in that Good. period of time. I'm very impressed. Thank you. And I feel like you've done a lot. You've moved I, to a lot I of know. places. I really have. I'm like a nomad. I've... Well, I feel like you've lived many different lives yes, in your one life. I have. Wow. It's like I'm a cat. Oh, I have a cat. I forgot to say that. Oh, see, <laughs> cat. Dang. Right here. Yeah. Write it down. Cat. 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 That, that is actually a huge deal, whether you're a cat person or you're a dog person. I'm an animal person. Animal? Okay. I like them both. You like them both? All yeah. right. Well, that's like, good. I'm I, just want, I just want a house full of animals. Like Noah's Ark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a dog person. I don't know if I can ever live with a cat, but I you, do you, admire You haven't cats. met my cat. She plays fetch. Oh. I didn't think I was a cat person until I met cool cats. I was like, oh, yeah. this is it. I think you meet a cool cat. Yeah. yeah. And maybe my- I could do this. I won't be as, you know, dogs. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, Bill, are you ready? I am. All right, we have one minute on the clock. Your entire life story in as much detail as possible. Your mark, get set, go. 
Uh, born and raised in Memphis. My parents have been divorced my whole life. I am one of eight siblings. Um, I worked at a pizza place for like nine years. I went to school at the University of Tennessee. I was there for six years, graduated. A lot of fun, good times. Can't really tell you what happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, moved back home. Also had a quarter life crisis. And um, <laughs> I had a couple of siblings living out here. So they they brought me, or one of them brought me out. And I have been out here for three and a half years, or four years, something like that. Uh, been working at the studio for... Um, However, however long it's been, and uh, just been trying to, you know, start a new life, not back home in Tennessee. As much as I love it back there, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, you still have four seconds. Okay. Um, pets. The end. The end. No, All right. no that's pets. good. That's enough to say the end. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, you also have done traveling. I haven't lived as many places as she has. <laughs> this is though. true. For better or for worse. Maybe not as many you know? lives. Maybe instead of nine cat lives, you've had around three cat lives. I still got six. And you both have had quarter life crises. Yeah, yes. I feel like it's a classic millennial. Am I right? We That's just true. Can't, we can't deal. We all have those moments where we're like, what are we going to do with our life? Yeah. And where are we going with our life? Yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely. Because had no that one prepares too. you after college that, you know, what to do. Okay. So that being said, we've gotten all the surface level questions out of the way. I don't know. That kind of went in depth, I feel. Yeah. But to make it even more in depth, I have with me the jar of forbidden questions. Oh, no. or the jar of Ooh, questions yeah. you never want to bring up on a first date. So yes. this is the jar you should fear. All right, let's do it. Oh, okay. I don't know if I fear it. No? Oh, she looks fear right into the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that being said, you should go first. So do I answer the question? Do I ask him the question? You answer the question. We're okay. also going to force him to answer it too because, you know, okay. that's life. Do you have a secret hunch on how you will die? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Um, Is he answering or am I answering? Either one. Oh. It's for you. <laughs> ladies, ladies first. Ladies first. Um... I actually don't. Really? I have no idea. I don't, uh, because I feel like the normal answer would be, I mean, not that this is a normal question, but would be something, you know, along the lines of like a disease or a car crash. And I don't really have any, knock on wood, like diseases that run in my family. Thank goodness. Yeah. Very lucky. And so I don't really have that. If you, is there a way you'd prefer to die? Ooh. Other than peacefully. <laughs> or go um, out with a big bang. I mean, yeah, you know. In my sleep. In your sleep? Yeah. That's such a boring way to die. I know. But <laughs> like, like, I'm already so much terrified of it. So like, why? Like, I'm not. I want to lessen the fear. So like, might as well just Maybe be you have like a really wicked dream. You know, like those dreams when you fall off a cliff and then you actually <laughs> die in real life. <laughs> That's imaginative. Yeah. I like it. But all right. How about you? Do you ever have a hunch about Bill? Mm, you know, obviously, I feel like every human's thought about it. But uh Every time I thought about it, it's just been something it's been, I think it's going to be quick and like something that just happens, you know, because it's every, like I said, every time I thought about it, I just had, that's like, it's been like shut off. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. But that's also, like, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, it's like, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm this not having this conversation with you yet, again, Kendall. You're not ready. We're not talking about death. <laughs> um, I don't know. So you think quick. Car accident, quick. like something quick, crazy. Yeah, hopefully, like a little cooler in a car accident. Yeah, you know? I, I say bungee jumping. Yeah, mm. 
I feel like that's more common than we give it credit for. That's, uh, that is one reason why I refuse to, to bungee jump. <laughs> or we'll just move on to the second question and forget about death altogether. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's move on. Me? Yes. All right, now Bill is picking a question. Okay. Do you think drugs should be legalized? Wow. Um, uh, you know, to, yes and no, like certain, maybe certain drugs, yes, but like I, uh, you know, from experience, I know that if some shit was legal, then I wouldn't be able to control myself and it would just get out of hand. And I probably speak for a good majority of the people that do use drugs. Um, there's definitely like benefits to having it, having certain drugs legalized. Taxes. Think, well, mm -hmm. yeah, you can make money off of them for sure if you're if you want to go down that route. But uh, you know what it, was it? Is it Venezuela that that legalized all drugs? Or there's a country that, that there's a country that did, and it's actually like working for them. Um, don't hold me to that to the to it being Venezuela, but. Um, I just, I don't think, Amer I don't think Americans can handle that. I don't think, yeah. I don't too think much we freedom. have, guys, yeah, this is America. We can't, only a little <laughs> too bit, much only freedom. a certain We're gonna amount of freedom, some like we freedom really here can't a bit. handle that much freedom, you know, just like enough freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to think we're free, you know? Yeah, I think we, I definitely think we're too strict on certain drugs. Like, you know, they need to let up a little bit and uh, focus their efforts. I think it's slowly starting drugs. with yeah. weed being legalized slowly. Well, with psilocybin, too. Which Psilo is, what the heck is psilocybin? It's, it's in uh, Denver, right? Psychedelic mushrooms. Oh. So there's like a lot. There's this amazing book by Michael Pollan. Um, who, I love Michael Pollan. Yeah. So he did a book um, about mushrooms and the benefits of mushrooms and how it's helping like people with anxiety and depression and um, uh, long, why am I forgetting this word? L like disease that you can't cure. Uncurable diseases. <laughs> Lack of a better I word, I believe yes. the term you're looking for is uncurable <laughs> <Curable> diseases. <laughs> like Alzheimer's and things like that yes. as well. Guys, I love that question. It's a good We're one. That is a good one. one. Jesse, you're gonna get another one. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Have you ever smoked pot? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this really related to the last yeah. question a lot. I did that on purpose. Yeah, actually. Exactly. You're, welcome. You're, You're like, welcome. yeah. I like yeah. how it all ties together. Yeah. I have smoked pot, but it is not for me. I have anxiety and it actually worsens the anxiety. Whereas a lot of people, it does the opposite. It just makes me really paranoid. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to in terms of like waking up and just being high all day. Um, that was definitely a younger me thing. But it, like you said, it's, you know, when I'm in the work setting or if I'm like having to like talk to people or just go out and do things, I don't know. Just It just makes it just makes me get in my own head. All right. One more question. And Bill, you have the honor of the last. Okay. Another pink one. The pink ones are the really crazy ones. What are your thoughts on same-sex marriage? If that's what you want to do, then you go for it. I, you know, I'm not, who am I to judge? Who am I to say what you can and can't do? If, 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 if that's how you feel, if that's what you want to do, then sure, why not? I don't, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. Yeah. It's a the healthy mindset. Yeah. How about you? I'm for it. All right. So we're in guys. Just an ally. <laughs> Once again, yeah, you do you. 
exactly. long as there's no harm done to yourself or others, like why the hell not? Yeah. Exactly. So we were in agreement about drugs and same sex marriage, all the yeah. things. Looks like overall Covering you guys. All the bases over you guys here. Going <laughs> so far, yeah. there hasn't really. See, I always hope that these questions are really controversial. Yeah. And they'll cause like a whole debate going on. Well, that but... would be fun. Should, should we want to pretend? Yes. <laughs> Fight. No, actually, that's, that's coming later, guys. That's coming later. Actually, it's actually coming up next during game time. We're gonna take a little Ooh. bit of a break, but when we come back, we are going to debate. Game time is next. Woohoo! All right, guys, I'm here with Jesse and Bill, and we are going to be going into game time. This is down to date, and both of these guys agreed that they are down to date. So now we're going to be going into my favorite section, game time, and also, more specifically, debate time. Ooh. So this is where I, I give a subject, and I assign each of you guys with which side you will support, and you'll have one minute to defend your title and be the winner of the debate <laughs> section. So the debates, let me see. The debate today, ooh. All right, one of my favorite questions. Is it morally okay if you happen to kill a murderer? <laughs> yeah, let that seep in, let that so settle good. in. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to sign it. You know, Jesse, uh, I think I'm going to have you say it is justifiable to kill a murder. Okay. And Bill, you're going to say Gosh, no way. You know, murder in no capacity is okay. He's like so bummed. He's like, I secretly wanted to defend murder. <laughs> All right, Jesse, you have one minute on the clock. Clack? You have one minute on the clock to defend murder and to say, hey, you know what? If he's a murderer, then he shouldn't be around. One minute on your mark, get set, go. All right, I'm going to set a scenario for you. I love scenarios. Yeah. Your daughter has just been murdered by your neighbor, and you know it was your neighbor. There's facts that it was your neighbor. And you think, you know what? The cops aren't doing their job. I'm gonna take this into my own hands. He's a murderer. He's killed many children. Well, I'm gonna go murder him. Because who needs another person like that on this planet? But you'd no be one. another person like that. True. And you know, it's okay. I, I, will take, I will take the consequences of that. But it still should be okay to murder a murderer. Let's see, what else do I have? This is a hard argument. You have 19 seconds remaining. Man. You know how bad the legal system is? There's, you know, they're slow. There's so many cold cases out there. If you know who did it, just take, just take them out. There's a lot of the times states don't have death row anymore. <laughs> that was just the- Just take them out, guys. Just, just take, take them out. out. Why not? How would one take him out, quote unquote? Your choice. You- you can't talk about it. <laughs> you're right. Okay, you're right, guys. I'm not showing any biased you opinions. You're so right. That, I must say that is probably the <clears throat> best debate I've ever partaken in. I was very My proud arguments, of your debate. Wow. Wow, I'm impressed with myself. I'm impressed with you as well. Bill, do you think you can top that? I will I will try. You have one minute. I expect to be convinced that murder is not justifiable <laughs> in any capacity. Your mark, get set, go. Okay, well, you know... It's murder that we're talking about, so uh, not okay by any means. If, you know, d it doesn't matter what they did to you or what they have done, it's not your place or your right as a human being to take another person's life. It's stooping to their level and it is, uh, you know, it's just not okay. And we have a, we, we live in a place that you don't have to worry about things like that and you don't have to take action into your own hands and do things like that 
and it just makes you a bad human being and you don't want to be in the same uh, ship as them, you know, or j- jail cell, whatever. Murder ship. Whatever, whatever. Murder ship. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you just, you just, it's just, you shouldn't do it. You know, we, I, I don't condone it. Bill, all right, with that, that is your time. Bill is not setting sail on the murder ship. <laughs> Jesse is, however. Jesse wants to go on that ship and she wants to cruise to all the way around Man. the world on that ship. I have to say, this is a hard one. This is a really difficult one. I, I In my heart, I feel like if that had actually happened to me, I'd be like, that sucker's going down. Yeah. But then when push comes to shove, would I really? Yeah, I know. Same. Would I really do that? I want to hear your guys' opinion, actually. If you had to had to kill somebody, how would you do it? Like, what would be your tactic? I don't know. Like, if it really came down to it, I don't. Well, actually, never say never because if it's survival over not. Like, if you were literally in a scenario where you're going to die or the other person's going to die, I feel like things kind of take over, like survival. Natural instincts Thank of you. murder. Yes, yes, of murder, yeah. Um, Killer be killed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what if it was that? Who knows? Um, I don't know. I was going to say I'd probably just die because I wouldn't know how. You wouldn't know how to murder, so you're Your like, survival yeah. instincts kick in, though. Yeah, I know. So then it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I keep thinking I'm like in a jungle doing this. That's like where my head's going. It makes me think of what was that one book that we had to read when we were in middle school? Oh. Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah. yeah. Lord of the Flies. There was a lot of murder going on there. Yeah. <laughs> justifiable <laughs> and flies. unjustifiable yeah. murder. So for some reason, I have this vision I'm in a jungle killing someone. So with that, I would take a rock maybe. Rocks. I mean, that was probably the original murder weapon was a rock. <laughs> Don't ask me why I'm in a jungle, but I am. I like that scenario because, you know, you could, anything goes down in a jungle. Anything's yeah, okay maybe in that's jungle. why. Would, would you say no? Jungles are not okay to kill people. I never said that. You are you are on the side of no murder. Oh, but I thought, okay. Uh, well, am I, am I not giving like a... Or we can hear your what you really think. Well, I was going to say, I thought, the, so the question was, how would you do it? If, yeah. What would be your choice? Um, I don't know. Your you, weapon of choice. My weapon of your choice? Method of it kind of just depends on the situation or the setting or like what's going on and, and like where you are and what you have accessible. Because sometimes a lot, like, you know. Are murder, you in the jungle or are you on a murder? boat? I don't, I don't know. You tell me. Um, I don't know. I feel like however I did it, we would be having this conversation. You guys would be having this conversation forever because nobody would ever know. Oh, this guy oh. watches a lot of forensic files. We know. It's a great show. <laughs> we know. All right, guys, both of you had very compelling arguments, and I saw a little bit of intensity in both of your guys' <laughs> eyes. I can see the competitive for sure. edge for sure. Yeah. But we're going to stop game time for now, and we're going to be getting a little bit more serious. So we are going to be going in depth. So in front of you guys, you each have a stack of flashcards. You guys are going to be interviewing each other with those flashcards. So, Bill, you're going to go first. You can read Jesse the first flashcard. She's going to answer it. And then I want you to answer it, too, because we want all the answers up okay. in here. I can do that. From the top? From the top. From the top. Or you can just go in the middle. Nope. Take risks. <laughs> he's going, guys, he's going from the, oh, first on the top. From the top. <laughs> what do you, what do you like most about yourself? Ooh. I like that I am both creative and yet also 
for lack of a better word, type A. I feel like it's a very interesting combination of things that allows me to succeed um, in my career and helps me kind of through other aspects of my life. So I think that's the best part of me. One of the best parts of me. You know, type A is one of those love-hate. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I amazing like passion and going for it. And then I always feel like I'm in trouble when I'm around yeah. type A people. I'm like, <laughs> I, I yeah. was not ready for this. I'm not yeah. as prepared as you are. But yeah, I admire type A people. Yeah, I should say, say not necessarily. Well, no, I'm kind of type A, but more detail oriented. But then I have a very creative side, too. So it's like a very it's interesting a good balance. balance. Yeah. How about you, Bill? Um, I guess I, I, you know, I'm very, you can get like ex- both extremes with me. Like I can be super carefree and easygoing and whatnot, but also very serious sometimes and like get shit done and hard worker, you know what I mean? Um, which makes like being in that in-between ground a little tough sometimes, but I feel like it's worth it because you, when you are in the extremes, your character and who you are shines more so than just being kind of like in the middle of the road. Oh, I like that. All right. Well, with that, Jesse, next question. Have you ever been in love? When was the moment you knew if you have been? Um, no. No, because I the two I've been in two relationships in my life relationships in my life. Both of them were uh I just I was I was like I wasn't me, you know what I mean? Like uh I didn't really figure out who I was until I moved out here and got my head straight. And I haven't been in a relationship since I've been out here, so it's kind of impossible to have been yeah. in love, you know. Makes sense. Um yeah. How about you? Have you ever been in love? I haven't. Jesse? I've never been in love. Guys, nope. you both have never been in love before. Yeah, I know. It's that really, really, it's a tragedy, truly. Well, I mean, I've, I've been in love with is my cat. <laughs> that's true. That's a fair question. Is yeah. it a tragedy to have never been in love? I think so. At least for me. I don't know. I would love to be in love. Even if it ended in tragedy or heartbreak. Mm, Just you to say like that. Ha- ha- yeah, but it's better to feel Although, than not. That's true. Yeah. Bill, next question. These are getting these are getting in depth talking about love. I know. Murder and love. <laughs> what is your biggest dream? Ooh. Biggest I mean the most simple dream is just to be happy. That is truly like my goal in life is no matter where I'm at, I want to be happy. But um big dream, one of my big dreams is to like own a animal sanctuary. For like that. for a bunch of rescue animals, like have a cute or a huge like cat spot, a huge dog. Like I just want to like save and love on animals for the rest of my life. So that's a big goal of mine. But I, I don't necessarily want it to be my career. So I want to already be successful and um, happy in what I'm doing, and then can kind of invest in um, nonprofit situation with that stuff. So like just have like a whole farm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It sounds like heaven to me. Yeah. Are you an animal person? Yeah, absolutely. I would totally hang out at your animal sanctuary. Oh, yeah. Oh, date two, maybe? Yeah. Date two <laughs> animal sanctuary? We're buying a huge plot of land. I hope you have the money for it because I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, how about you, Bill? What is your biggest dream? Um, You know, everybody has 
I, I guess everybody has their their small dreams and like what they achieve to do throughout their life. But like she said, at the very end of the day, like nothing you really do or how you live your life matters if you're not happy with yourself and who you are and like just just yeah just if you're not a happy person i think as long as i can achieve that then everything else will come with it you know i'm good at doing a lot of things i could like i could throw out dreams to do this and that and whatnot but like at the end of the day if i'm not happy with myself then none of that shit really matters you know that's so true mm -hmm. man that's like a very like in-depth insightful answer it's true, though. I mean, yeah. the, the, you said we were getting deep. I love it. I absolutely love it. This is great. Um, yeah, it's so true. I feel like it doesn't really matter what you do. It's how you do it. Yeah, exactly. And the passion that you put inside of it. Yeah. All right. Next one. Next okay. question, Jesse. What do you think people's first impression is of you? Oh, man. That's a good one. Um, wow, this can vary because sometimes I'm just on one you know <laughs> what um, way? <laughs> um, i don't know you'll just have to see maybe second date third oh. day we'll see what we'll Ooh, see la, la. <laughs> um, uh i don't know i feel it kind i don't i don't know I, that's that's kind of a weird question because like how do i know what somebody thinks of me the first time they see me you know like i can get i'm i'm good at reading room and like reading people's vibes and whatnot so like i can get a general idea but how would you react to meeting you for the first time? Ooh. What would your thought be? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never thought about that one. <laughs> it's all about getting in depth. You were all yeah. for it. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm. I've been prone to. I, I can. I can have crazy streaks. I can just be a wild child and like, you know, I, a lot to handle. And I feel like that if if that's where I'm at when somebody meets me, they're like, this person, this person's a lot, you know, funny and like charming and whatnot. But at the same time, very, like I said, the extremes, very intense. Um, yeah. Passion. The passion. You it's know, just like seeping. It's like life is a roller coaster, <laughs> you know, ups and downs. That makes life interesting. Yeah. You know, I mean, having all the crazy and like everything. Like I can get crazy sometimes. Ask people who are close to me. <laughs> about to ask Joe when we get out here. Yeah, well, he'll have a lot to say about that. <laughs> oh <my God. sighs> How about you, Jesse? Um, I would, I mean, let's see. First thing I think would be hair. I have a lot of hair. And I feel like that's a lot of what people notice, like, physically about me first. Um, and then uh, I think I'm a fairly good conversationalist. Um, I'm actually quite introverted, but I'm very good at, having conversation and connecting with people. So I think if we're in a setting where there is conversation happening, I think that would be the first thing people recognize about me, that I'm very good at making people feel um, important or like cared for, for the lack of a better word, I guess. I can sense that heard. in you. Yes, heard, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can sense that you have a very like strong comfortability about you and like a confidence. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. Maybe we should go on another date after yeah, this. Oh <laughs> Whoa. Are you single? <laughs> no. Dang it. No. Watch out, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, Joe. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Uh, I don't remember. Is it Bill? I believe it's your I turn, think... actually. Mm -hmm. Next okay. question. Ever wonder about a moment when your life could have gone down a completely different path? Yes. Definitely thought about those moments. One in 
particular, let's see. I mean, the one that first comes to mind is when I quit my job in Alabama. Um, I was on a path to continue prop styling and working with that magazine. And I was very successful at it. And I could definitely see myself kind of taking the steps up the ladder. And it was a very corporate environment. Um, but I just wasn't mentally happy at all. And so when I quit my job, I didn't have a plan. And like I said, I moved in with my dad. Like I was very lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My, you know, my childhood dream was to work at a magazine and I achieved that. And when that kind of fell apart, it, it took me a while to figure out my next steps. And so during that time of reflection, I definitely thought about maybe, maybe I should have just stuck with that. Maybe I should have, you know, tried something else while I was down there, like, didn't get, like, why did you give up? Like, all those kind of questions. But looking back now that I'm in a very good place, of course, everything happened for a reason, and I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, it was all worth it taking yeah. a risk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you? I'm sure you also very simil similarly moved away from home, starting a new life in L.A. So how about you? Yeah, that's, that is actually the, um, that's, that's where I was going to go with this. Um, you know, I won't go into detail because I don't think it's really podcast worthy, at least at least first date worthy. Um, but I was just not in a good place when I was back home. And I had a moment where it was like I remember it specifically. I was like I was like mentally breaking and mm -hmm. I was like, I have two choices right now. I can either just keep doing what I'm doing or I can call my mom. And I called my mom, met her at a Chick-fil-A on Poplar Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. And Chick-fil-A. You know. <laughs> what she ordered? Uh, <laughs> kind of just kind of just laid everything down to her. And I was on a flight to Los Angeles the next day. Nice. So if I hadn't have done that, I can't even say if I would be walking this earth anymore. Mm. Wow. Powerful. It takes a lot of bravery. Yeah. To yeah. ask for help. One hundred percent. You have to if you you know. You have to want it. You have to swallow it to actually your pride work. too, and yeah. ego in a lot of ways. At least for me, best decision I ever made. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, you're both in LA. You yeah. know, definitely the best decisions are always the ones that scare you because it brings you into it's. It's like you're on the border of what you're mm -hmm. capable of. Yeah. If you keep pushing that border, you'll end up finding your dream. Yeah, I've heard uh, another. I don't. This isn't an exact quote, but when you're you're on, along a path of something you really need to do you're going to be um, feeling the most resistance to that. Like wherever there's a strong push, there's going to be a strong pullback. And so you know you're doing the right thing if it's hard. Is that mm -hmm. Newton's second law? It has to do with that, but I know that's not like what I'm taking it from. I forget who the discussion was. Math, science. But you know what, guys? Science is romantic. Math is romantic. I can... The universe works in ways like that. <laughs> I know. Like, maybe not. Maybe not in high school. Maybe math and science weren't very romantic in high school. But um, everything connects in that way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. We're gonna do one more question. Okay. So Jesse, you have the honor of the last question. Okay. You have a crystal ball that can show you any point in time of your life. What slash when do you want to see? Any is it any point in life in general or in your specific personal life? Your specific personal life. Well, it would definitely be the future because I already know what's happened in the past to a certain extent. Um, so what point would I jump to? Mm -hmm. uh, 
I I feel like I'm like still kind of figuring myself out and like get making myself a better person right now. Um, it'd be cool to know like what's going on in like ten years. You know, when I'm older, I if I'm not if I don't have my life set up by then, it's like you, you're you don't have a chance. You know. <laughs> But you've had like 40, 50 years to get your shit together. If you don't buy then, it's like, yeah, well. But, you know, I'm curious to know like what's going to be going on when I do feel completely comfortable with myself and Mm -hmm. know who I am. You know what I mean? Like like basically in my prime. Mm, 10 years prime I yeah. like yeah. it quarter life crisis over <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> almost ready just for on the verge yeah on the verge <laughs> of the midlife but not quite there yet <laughs> right so shit's going really well that's a sweet spot you know right yeah. there right before <laughs> yeah that's awesome how about you Jesse um I'm gonna take it the other way and I think I would go to my past um wow. specifically in moments in my life in which I could tell my younger self to like not worry about certain things or um approach things a little bit differently, knowing that it will help me like in my personal development sooner than when I realized it later on in life, I guess. Specifically, maybe, you know, back in those really hard middle school, high school days, especially for girls who, you know, our bodies are changing. Girls are really mean. You don't know how to kind of process the changes you're going through. And, um, for me, I really shut down and blocked a lot of people out of my life because I didn't know how to process it. And I think if I could go back in time and tell my younger self that it's going to be okay and just, I guess, reassurance from an older, wiser me would be really interesting to see. It's kind like of you as that... a fairy godmother. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's almost the risk of the butterfly effect. Mm, yeah, it's true. Like how how would you change if you did change the past? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like I'd want to go back and look at my birth. That is so amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? Just like watch yourself being Whoa, born. That's me. It's like, wow. <laughs> I look like a little freaking raisin. <laughs> Alien baby. Oh, oh, well, what's funny raisin. in your case is that you'd be like, that's that was amazing. crazy. I can see Kylie too, <laughs> yeah. right? Because I have a twin sister. So if you don't know I have a twin sister, I can see both of our births. <laughs> so good. I, I love that answer. I can either be scarred forever. I think it would be a little bit of both. That also shows, like, you know, my mom's there. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, little baby candle. Yeah. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> screaming. <laughs> all right. So I absolutely loved where this conversation went. And with that, we are going to be taking a quick break. When we get back, we are going to see if Jesse and Bill are down to date. Stay tuned. Honesty time. And that brings me actually to Honesty Time, which is um, a part of the podcast where we bring you in and we want you to, you know, look back at everything that happened in the in the podcast. Maybe for, if you forgot what you said, I'll remind you. <laughs> and, you know, really opening up and just kind of getting your opinion about the entire podcast and how it's been going so far. Um, well, I was really nervous coming in here. Uh, honestly, like having a, a moderator at a, at a date is it just ma- it makes it makes things way easier because then, you know, if you're not, you like, I don't know, if the conversation went south, like you kind of look up, yeah. out of it, you know? Well, maybe even putting questions in that you never even thought about asking well, yeah, that's, or that, games that bring out different sides of you that maybe you never did in a date before. Uh, Yeah, I mean, some of the, you know, a lot of those questions I would never talk about on a first date. And I love that. Hey, I so, love uh, that. you know, just trying to get to know you. Would you ever murder somebody? <laughs> That's like number one question that I ask everybody when they come in. But when you first came in here, what was your first in, like first impression of Jesse? 
Um, she, it's funny that she said her hair, I mean, obviously her hair, the moment that I saw her, um, I have my, I have like a mini redheads in my family too. So it's like, it's very striking for me. Um, she's pretty and I felt really bad. She smashed her finger on the walk, on the walk up here. I know. Right. Yeah. It was like bleeding through the bandaid. It was endearing <laughs> though. You know, clumsiness is endearing. Yes, it is. And um, she, she seems very like goal driven, very job oriented. Is that something that you're usually attracted to in someone that you date? Yeah, most definitely. My, uh, la I just, yeah, my last girlfriend was, um, even though it was years ago, she was a spoiled brat. Her parents gave her everything. She never had to work a day in her life. And it drove me fucking crazy because I have had to work my entire life. My parents didn't really give me anything. And so that's just kind of the person I am. And, you know, that reflects on like the type of like, even if you're not like in a working environment, whatever, it just like the spoiledness. It uh, just gets admire me. ambition. In someone, especially yes, a woman. Exactly. The uh, yeah, exactly. The the drive, you know, to like be your own person and like make it make things for yourself. You don't just expect to be handed things. Um, I like that. I like I like somebody who like want, who goes for it. You know. And you and she did say that she had a quarter life crisis, and you did too. Yes. What do you think that quarter life crisis was? For her, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to like. Or, I mean, it's nice that you well, both she can said something. She said something about her job and how it didn't go the way she wanted. So I feel like it has something to do with, like, that ending. And it was her dream job. So, like, when your dream job is over, what do you do with your life, you know? It's, like, kind of, like, it kind of really makes you take a step back and think, like, well, what am, what am I going to do now? What's going through your head knowing that you both went through a quarter-life crisis together? Easy thing to relate to. Yes. You know? Like, immediately. Um Cause that was like a very big moment for me. And so for her to have gone through the same thing, it's like, you know, we can, that's always something that we can, we both will have and we can always share together. Um, it was like a really big deal for me. I'm sure as I'm sure it was for her. Um, I don't know the details, but yeah, just it's knowing that she's had to go through something like that. I know that she's a stronger person because of it, especially seeing her now after the fact. You know, like, oh, you were you were in the down in the trenches and you you like made made it happen. So how do you how do you feel about having a future on a farm? I I would I would do great, especially if there's a bunch of animals around. Are you kidding me? Um I am from Tennessee, so I I definitely have the southern roots. Uh yeah, I don't know. That's I could definitely see myself being out in the country, not around people when I'm older. You know what I mean? Like I've I've done I've put in my paid my dues. Yeah, you need exactly. Oasis away. I just want to be around animals. <laughs> I don't blame you. The world would be way better just with all animals. Yeah. What do you think Jesse's going to say when it comes down to her being down to date or not? Is this like is is are you basically asking her if she a yes or a no like thumbs up or thumbs down? Is it thumbs type up deal? or thumbs down? Yeah. At the end, both you guys. That's the whole the part of this is being honest and seeing if you're down to date. Yeah. She. I mean confidence man thumbs up all the way she, she can't say no yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can see like the farm together you know <laughs> but the farm but we are going to see if you are ready to go on a date with jesse we're gonna bring jesse in and also do honesty time and uh yeah we'll see if you guys are both down to date honesty time so you see bill sitting here when you first come in what's mm -hmm. your first impression say quirky a little bit quirky um gives off kind of a a 
low-key vibe, sort of. Um, a little spastic. It seems like he has a little bit of problem with attention, which, you know, fair. Whatevs. Um, tall. Those would probably be my first impression. Those are some strong adjectives. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Is, is Bill normally someone that you would go for? Normally someone you'd be interested in dating? Um, no, not really. I don't, I was trying to figure out why, but I, mm, I don't know. I didn't feel like I really like got to know his like soul in any way. I definitely feel like he was incredibly honest, like while going through yeah, all the questions. Um, yeah. Were there any red flags that went through your head as you were going through the questions with him and as you're getting to know Bill? Um, Nothing like that I would be concerned of, I guess. A little, like I said, a little ADD. Like, I don't know if I think he would have maybe problems like like sitting still and like connecting. It sounded like he went through a really difficult past. Yes. And that, what are your thoughts on that? Is that something that's a red flag to you? Not necessarily a red flag, but definitely something that stuck in my mind of, I guess, questioning, depending on what it was, if like me as a person could handle that past, which sounds really selfish of me, but also I, I guess I would just need to know more mm -hmm. about it before making that decision because i i don't i don't want to hold anyone's past um against them in any way i'm not that kind of person i've had a past like we've all been there we've all grown and changed um but i think certain people are equipped with certain qualities that can handle thing certain things i guess i don't mm -hmm. know that was probably explained poorly uh, no completely fine i mean okay. It was, it was interesting. I found that both of you guys had never been in love before. Yeah. Or your definition of love, you've never experienced that before. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that, that you both share that? Really fascinating because I, I definitely feel like I'm someone at my age. I'm It's very rare <laughs> not to have fallen in love. Um, just especially even if you thought you were in love in high school, like you still had that feeling, which I never had. Um, so it was, it was, again, reassuring that I'm not the only one that feels that way now you seem to share a lot of steps in life you know a lot yeah. of experiences yeah. in common which is really interesting it's actually pretty rare to yeah. find things that correlate that much when well, we've both lived in tennessee like that's interesting obviously we're both in la now yeah tennessee yeah. in your hearts yeah. owning a ranch maybe in the future with yeah. a bunch of yeah, <laughs> a bunch go. of animals <laughs> yeah um but when you had said it would be tragic if you've never been in love and he mm -hmm. said would it what mm -hmm. was going through your mind when he said that closed offness I don't know. I didn't I don't think I really fully processed that. Just like, oh, he's saying maybe not. Do you think Bill is closed off during the a little bit, yeah. Would you think so at the end of this you are going to say if you are down to date or not? That's the whole point of the podcast. Um so what do you think Bill's going to say? I have no idea. <laughs> maybe he's a man of mystery after all. Yeah, maybe he is. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you have a, your mind made up about what you're going to say? Don't tell me. <laughs> um i mean i think so yeah all right well we're, it's gonna get down to that moment of truth so oh we're going gosh. to bring, bring bill in and we're going to see if you guys are both down to date oh my god i can hear a pin drop 
right now. <laughs> the tension. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. This is Down to Date. We have Jesse and Bill both here to see if they are down to date. So in front of you guys, you have a card. On one side, it says down. The other side says not. At the same time, when I count to three, you guys are going to reveal to the camera and to each other if you guys are down to date on the count of three. And what does that mean? Either you're down <laughs> to go on another date okay. or not, and you feel like maybe you just want to stay friends. I think during okay. this point, it's so important to be honest and to say what you really want because we know how hard dating is in the real yes. world. And so, you know, I don't believe, I personally don't believe in the ghosting method. I believe right. in the, tell it to the person's <laughs> face, you know, don't shy away from the truth because the truth will set you free. It's the healthier way of doing it for it sure. It is the healthier way of yeah. doing it. It's the adult it. way. It's the adult way, exactly. All right, so on the count of three, you're going to show us your card and you're also going to say in the mic, down or not. Okay. All right, <laughs> so on the count of three, guys, are you down to date? One, two, three. Not. I'm down. Down? <laughs> All right, I want to hear your guys' reason. Jesse, why did you say not? So I said not because I, um, I'm really drawn to someone I can like vibe off of in terms of humor. And um, I just didn't quite feel that. Like when I was kind of making jokey things, like Kendall and I were kind of building off each other in ways. And for, I just wasn't getting that from you. Um, not that you aren't that way. That was just like first date impression. And that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. How about you? Why did you say down? Bill? I mean, why not? It, you seem like a fun person. Why? I, I, don't, I don't. There are no red flags for me. Like I'm always down to give somebody a chance. Fair. Um, I also, you know, I don't think you can. You know, this is a very irregular setting. For um, sure. For sure. So you can't. <laughs> you. Uh, what you don't? You don't meet people this way. <laughs> um, I don't normally go on your guys' dates. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> what a what a joy it would yeah. be. <laughs> But it's true. It is a very irregular setting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know why. Again, like, why not? It, it could be fun. Yeah. yeah. Risk taker. Could have yeah. been fun. Could have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, I think the most important thing is to be honest and to just fully express how you feel. And that's yeah. what this is all about. It's all about completely being honest. And maybe in a different setting, yeah. you know, but with cameras and lights and everything, it you know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a crazy experience to go through. And hey, I actually would be down to be your friend, though. You seem <laughs> no, I'm serious. You seem really cool. What did you learn about being on down to date? Um, I learned that it's dating's really hard. Um, but I really loved the fact that we you kind of, you know, you didn't waste time. Got right into it. Got right into the the fun questions, this maybe more serious questions, the um questions that matter. And I think that is something you don't necessarily get in the real dating world. Yeah. Bill, it's a lot of you... fluff. Exactly. I feel like the same thing. That's what I love about this podcast is yeah. I feel like you just get down to the nitty gritty right away. You yeah. tear off the Band-Aid, not the Band-Aid that you have. We're not tearing that off. I might need a new <laughs> Band-Aid, though. It's really ratchet. <laughs> yeah. um, how about you, Bill? What is the one thing that you learned about being on the podcast? Um, I guess it, you know. It's even though it didn't end in a mutual down, <laughs> uh, it still made me reaffirm that you should always just be yourself and like it'll attract the right people eventually. Or, you know, I would have hated to come in here and not been myself. And then you would be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then totally. figure out that actually that's not who he is. You know yeah, what, I mean? what a waste like, of time. Exactly. So, you know, 
Yeah. Whatever. I appreciate that both you guys were definitely down to do this experience. Go yeah. for it. It's never easy to be vulnerable and to put yourself out there. But I'm so happy that you guys both came on. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> thank you, Kendall. Oh, my Thanks, gosh. Kendall. This is so fun. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Down to Date podcast with Kendall Long. Make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe. If you also want to get more updates about who's coming into the studio, you can look at the Instagram at, at Down to Date Podcast. Make sure you guys tune in next time to see if our couple is down to date.